What is up, everyone? Today, we, we started a podcast, right? So uh, we have our three fellow students here, uh, Siraj, uh, Nicole, <coughs> and myself, Mahin. And this podcast will be about talking about our um, careers, life, aspirations, and so on. Yeah. And so uh, let's begin with our background, guys. So we all do economics at yep. City University of London. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a big thing that uh, w- the reason why we started this podcast is because we've often discussed off camera about how like pointless a degree is, for example, right? And I wanted to talk to you about why you think that a degree is not as useful as it used to be and <clears throat> what other alternatives are there in terms of being successful in life, in career and etc. Yeah, um, I think Nicholas should start. Yeah, well, I feel like everybody's got a degree nowadays. A lot of people are holding one and some of them are actually pointless. Okay. Like, we get the art degree, maybe the English literature degree. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Well, some would argue that it teaches you the foundations of drawing, for example. And so it gives you like a kind of like a guideline on how to draw. Okay. I feel like a lot of degrees that people go for are what they're passionate about. But then when it comes to after uni, they get lost. Passion don't make money. That exactly. is very true. They don't know where they're going to go after uni. They just did it because they like it. It is a passion. Exactly. It's like people do it just for the experience of having fun in university, but they don't think about the consequences of after university. Like you don't think. Yeah, like English literature degree, for example. Uh, But also, like if you look at AI, for example, now, right? Um, If we look at like AI art uh, generation, that I believe, like right now or within the next couple of years, it will fully replace artists. Now it seems like a very unpopular opinion among like those who are within the creative industry. But I think it's actually quite evident that uh, AI models such as Dali, for example, or Midjourney have gone to this level where, you know, it's very difficult to distinguish a real artist's work compared to like an AI uh, art, right? And within the next couple of years, uh, this, uh, this will only get like, this line will diminish, right? And eventually maybe AI art becomes a lot better than regular arts um, made by humans yeah no I agree anything else to add no don't really do you want to add anything well I mean he did ask us about our aspirations and what we think I mean I don't think I don't think university is pointless I think there's uh, many lessons to learn especially from my side I would say the lessons I've learned was not who, who not to be like and what not to do in life I'll be honest I did hang out with older people during university both you guys but older people and then I've realised what to do and what not to do and we were the positive ones sure (laughs) (laughs) and yeah I'll say that you learn some things not to do and then you learn you need to be doing things that other people are not willing to do because they they don't want to sacrifice because they're having fun now apart from that I'd say also if you do a good degree in a good university you also get the connections so you're mostly paying for the connections that you would get but yeah I mean artificial intelligence um most people are using ChatGPT for everything. You 100%. Can, like, like, it is it's a joke at this point. When we're in our lectures, <clears throat> all the laptop screens are just yeah. ChatGPT everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's a insane. joke at this point of yeah. how, like, the percentage of 
degrees has been um, inflated. Everyone's getting degrees. Like, what is your future employer yeah. going to want from you anymore? They're going to want skills. So you have to do something besides just your degree. Uh, yeah, we've seen like a very rise in demand for work experience over yeah. actual certification. Like it wasn't bad already. Yeah, like <laughs> it's even worse now, actually. And so we've seen like the rise in value of uh, stuff like apprenticeship where not only do they provide you like a degree, but they also provide you experience. without experience. And I feel like that's where the universities are lacking yeah. currently. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Especially with the lecturers, man. Like, it's getting rough. <laughs> yeah. It's getting rough. Like, we've literally just come off of university with one of our, our lectures, right? It's rough. And essentially, that lecturer just... He just did not want to be there the entire time. We're not going to say names. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> no, no. But he did not want to be there. If you come to City University, you do economics. <laughs> you, you, know, you know which one. You will know. It was a two hours of him just pausing every couple of minutes in silence. <laughs> you know? He was seated the whole time, exactly. leaning on the table. It, it was... <laughs> Bro knows his job is going to be taken by AI. <laughs> it, it was... AI going to take over. It was not what I paid 27 grand for. Yeah. That's what I'll say. No, oh, yeah. But yeah, I'd say um, some advice I could give to some people. Not like I'm a sage, but <laughs> um, I'd say do something apart from... Like if you come to university, good for you. you. You know, you're securing a degree. You can secure like a job. But do something else. Don't just hang around, have fun with friends, whatever. Like, yeah, you can have fun any time of your life. There is always time to party. There's always time to, you know, do something. So if you want balance, but I don't really believe in balancing. So just do what you think is better to do right now so that you can have a better future so yeah learn some skills do some stuff try some things take some risk you know like you're, you're fine you're, you'll not die because it feels like you're gonna die sometimes man. you'll be fine yeah but just just do both at the same time there's no need to just focus on this one thing and then put everything in there yeah 100 mm. percent. because i would say like in your 20s is when you can take the most risk exactly okay. because you have a lot more assets and liabilities when you're older yeah, you have a lot more responsibility as well. Yeah, you have no family. You don't have to take care of anyone. Exactly. If you have a partner in the future or kids, mm -hmm. it just becomes a lot harder to take that extra risk to start that business, for example. Yeah, because anything can affect your family. Exactly, because you can't cannot just casually uh, leave your nine to five job and then start a business because that's a very big risk compared to right now. I'll be honest with you. I don't think anyone should do that in the first place. Like, if you want to do something, I mean, do it while you work because you have to be safe. But they're also time. cases of success because you have more experience when you're older. I mean, depends on your ages, bro. Like, yeah, if you're working a part time job, then it's not that insane for you to leave and then do something full time. But like I, even I would say like <clears throat> I'm thinking like I'm doing things right now but if I do get a job in the future I will still do something besides the job that I'm doing so like 9 to 5 whatever but build something on the side build my little empire and then I can fully move on to that but 100%. I don't think you should ever leave anything there was this one person online and he said that uh, don't try to get the next monkey bar without no sorry yeah don't try to get the next monkey bar without leaving the previous one so sorry no don't leave the previous monkey bar without securing the next one so if yeah. you if you're not secure the next one don't leave the previous one okay yeah so yeah just make sure you always like you're, you're stable yes but if you want to take the next thing just make sure you that you get that one thing done and then leave the next one sorry the previous mm -hmm. one yeah sorry i, I explained myself in yeah, the yeah it was a shit I, it sandwich makes sense. it makes yeah. sense i feel like people people who leave their job and then go search for a new job it's, it's not it's, it's not a good idea to do because you'll be lazy yeah you're exactly like, you're just thinking oh it's gonna be great but then mm. you know yeah have something planned before you leave your previous job or yeah don't anything. leave the current monkey but before taking the next one yeah. mm. you finally got that <laughs> <laughs> got that down yeah 100 percent. i mean 
now's the time, right? All three of us are in our 20s. Yeah. We're in university. We're about to graduate. It's our final year. You know, <laughs> what's your plans moving forward? Like after you graduate? Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good question, actually. And I think this is something most more people should start thinking about every day as you get closer to the graduate graduation. Um, <clears throat> I mean, from what I've seen, I'm just going to tell you what I think people do so that I can tell you why I do my things. Sure. From what I've seen, most people just think of, oh, I'm going to go on a holiday, whatever, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, apply for thing. You know, like many people are not taking this seriously. You should be taking this seriously. Like there's a revolution coming. There's a shift in paradigms. Like you're, you're okay. not you're, you're not going to be able to do what your dad or your like uncle or your cousin did like five or six, ten years ago. The game has changed. It, Everything has changed. You 100%. better start adapting now if you yep. want to make money and survive. But yeah, so from what I've seen, people are not really thinking about it. But me personally, like right now, I'm trying to build something, learn some skills, be ready for the for the next adventure. You know, like whatever's coming, I'm I'm ready. I've got the skills. I've got the business. You know, keep growing. That's really yeah. interesting. And when you say like everything's changed, well, like in your parents' generation, for example, yeah. you can't apply the same aspects. That actually reminds me when my father recently told me where, okay, like I can start a new business, but I'm going to need your help specifically in terms of Small the internet help. and technology yeah. because he knows everything that's in and out of businesses because he has had successful He's businesses before, yeah. 100%. But the issue is now with the age of technology, he's not quite adept to it as, for example, me who has uh, lived through the internet. So you're saying that your dad can, can like, he can run the back end, but he needs you to yeah, run the front end. Exactly. Yeah. And so it it's really interesting that when we have kids, our kids will have to work in a completely new manner compared to how we're going to find our success Honestly, today. Yeah. So the best thing you can do is adapt. Exactly. No, no you know, it's, it's not easy to leave what you knew what you know and then like like it's almost like you have to destroy the puzzle and then rebuild the puzzle it's not easy yeah but you have to do it on 100 you constantly have to keep like learning and improving on whatever you're whatever you're doing i'm not saying go learn many different things because now you know it's, it's good to have small pieces of knowledge from many different things but don't go trying to do this and this and this at the same time no like it's going to be hard to keep up with everything choose one thing and then keep learning about that one thing and stay ahead of the game that's what i would say yeah. So what's your take on it, Nicole? Yeah, the field that you're in is always changing. It's never the same. So you got to keep changing yourself. So yeah, keep like moving it. with the field. I, I like what he said, keep changing yourself. Because he, because you cannot stay on the game and not change yourself to the change in landscape. You have to change yourself with the landscape and change yourself actually even more than the landscape is changing so you can stay ahead of the game. I like that. 100%. So it's self-improvement. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And that actually reminds me, like slightly going back to that AI point I made earlier on the artist. Yeah. Like I see on LinkedIn, a lot of artists, they tend to complain. Well, like they're saying, oh, AI, they're stealing people's art, for example, in order to uh, generate these models, essentially, yeah. right? And uh, this is essentially kind of... Uh, uh, causing the art industry to die but in my opinion it's actually a benefit for them they still have that advantage because when I think of AI art I think of imperfections right you have a perfect drawing but maybe the hands are messed up for example yep. <laughs> but one artist can do what I cannot do is the artist can go take that and then they can edit and hand draw that section out and then make that drawing into a perfect drawing without any mistakes or they can generate a piece of art and then they can essentially uh, tailor it or like change it to the way they specifically want to change it yeah. and in the same manner this is something like coding for example where people who think that coding will be replaced by AI yeah. 
like if I uh, go on ChatGPT and ask for Python code for something for for an app, for example, I I will receive the code. I'll have the app, but I won't know how to specifically change certain parts of the code for my liking. Whereas someone who actually fully understands the coding language, they can specifically edit every little section of the code and tailor it to a proper app that matches their vision, right? And I think the key aspect here is that people should recognize that AI is not an enemy, rather it's a tool, right? And so by using that tool, they actually are enhancing their work rather than the AI actually taking their work away. And I'll say this one thing: yes, that's what I was waiting for you to say. It's a tool. Yes, but you also have to realize that the tool is only as good as the people wielding the tool. Hundred percent. So yeah. If if you're if you're dumb, <laughs> if you don't know how to use it, yeah. If you give a shit questions, you're gonna get shit answers. Hundred percent. So yeah. it, it, the tool is only as good as the person using the tool. Like I could give you an amazing sword or whatever, but if you don't know how to wield it, you're not gonna be able to do anything with it. But I could give someone that like a level hundred or whatever, like a shit sword. He's still gonna be able to use it because he he's got the skills. Yeah. So yeah, is these people crying about AI or whatever? Well, you should not cry. You should actually learn. You should realize this is a powerful tool, and you should realize that this tool is not gonna replace you if you know how to use it. It's gonna replace the people who don't want to use it. Yeah. So that, like that's all that's changed. Nothing, nothing apart from the fact that you you're gonna start needing these. They're gonna become necessities. That's the only thing that's changed. Apart from that, you just nothing's changed. Yeah, you just have to learn to adapt. Hundred percent. And the people who don't adapt, that those are the ones that are gonna get replaced. Yeah, and those are also the people who are kind of complaining the most out of fear for AI. Why are you complaining? Like learning race because people, for example, I feel like there are jobs such as like translators, for example. Yeah. Like. Before, like translators, before the whole you know Google Translate like internet came about, when it was first introduced, were they complaining as much? Like once that was implemented, are translators do they still exist? Hundred percent. Like you see them everywhere. I mean, look, I'll give you an example with the translator, right? Or think about it like this: Let's say you are a translator, you do everything manually. Cool. Let's say you get five clients or ten clients per day. Now with AI. You're gonna be able to do things faster to the point where instead of ten or five, you'll get twenty clients because now you're using AI. You're making more money. Yeah, hundred percent. What point of what part of that is bad for you if you if you learn how to adapt? But people are lazy. But I think people don't want like to adapt. The, like for example, I, I believe it was Google Lens. Um, they're going to release like glasses where it kind of translates mm-hmm. real time whatever the other person is saying in a different language. And so, for for example, if that were to release today, do you reckon that? That is the full end of translators. No, in, right? No, of course not. And you know, <laughs> I feel like in the same manner that if that does not kill off translators, then why will Mid Journey, for example, kill off all artists? Okay. Right? Can I ask you something? Sure. I'm gonna ask you both of you actually. Yeah. So, what do you really think AI is gonna replace in 20 years from now? What are the things that AI is completely going to destroy and is not gonna exist anymore because AI is gonna take over it and there's not gonna be any employees? I feel like we can see in banks, like a lot of the staff that work in banks are getting replaced so from AI is gonna machinery. Be everything automized, not fully. <clears throat> I don't believe anything, anything will ever be automized fully. Hundred like, percent. I don't believe yeah. it. Purely because if we look at supermarkets, for example, you have the yeah. self checkout. Yeah. But then you also have the regular checkout as well. I mean, in let's case say people even have problems. Start, you, like you just have to find different ways to like adapt. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's the keyword adaptation. Like, take your current skills, use it for something else. The thing is, AI can break down. It can stop working, right? That's also true. I mean, so you need someone not, to like self-learning machines. But I'm just saying, like, 
I, I always love to give this example, right? Look at Twitter. Well, X. <laughs> Before Elon Musk came, I think there was around 100,000 employees. He came in, he literally downgraded the amount of employees to like 50 or 40,000 or yeah. even less. I think. It was a massive tech layoff. And the company improved. How comes? Because everyone was lazy. No one was doing like jack There's, shit. Yeah, like I think it was a matter of optimization where, you know, are you uh, gaining the most productivity <laughs> results per employee? Yeah. And when you realize in tech where you can actually save money by not uh, by like not keeping it lean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, that's why we see a lot of tech layoffs in a lot of big tech companies. And people often complain about it from their standpoint, like, oh, I just got laid off. <laughs> but that's the trade off. You go to a tech company for higher wages. And so if you randomly get uh, fired. It's not random, though, is it? Because who, who's getting kicked up? Is it the guy that, that's making the most money for the company? Or is it the guy that's barely doing anything and just coming for his 9 to 5 and then he just leaves? Who's, who do you think is getting kicked off? Uh, we can't exactly generalize, I would say, though, because there may be some people who are very good at their All jobs, right? Let's say right? there's that 1% that really got lucky, but I'm telling you, the rest is they realize that this one person is bringing the most money or is doing the most. He can do these other people's jobs as well. Yeah, 100%. He, he's, he's going to get paid more. Because if there could also be a situation where someone's very skillful at their job, but they're also demanding a very high wage. Sure, and so for that, that reason, that uh, no, but like, let's just say their estimation is very high, mm-hmm. right? For that reason, I would want to get rid of that very talented person for for new newbies in order to save money. But you also have to think about it. Right? If I mean, we, none of us own a huge company, but yeah. if I was a huge company, I would think like this, right? If I have this A-star player who's demanding more money, oh, sorry, I would probably try to give him that money or give him some other incentive incentive because now I know that this, he's an A player, so he's going to go find a different company and that company is going to come against us. So you kind of have to plan everything so that... Don't think just about the money. Think about long-term money of this. You you losing this A player and him going to a different company that could technically come after you. Yeah. So you have to think about that as well. That is actually very true. What, well, what yeah. I'm saying is like, <laughs> as long as you do your job, you're trying hard, you're trying to make this company work for them because most people don't, they don't give a shit. Yeah, but also if you try hard, right, and you get laid off, you can easily find another job eventually, right? Yeah, yeah. Like your skill sets will vouch for yourself, right? Exactly, yeah. And so I don't think it's a problem really if you get laid off because it'll come out, you'll get a package obviously. So you have like some kind of like grace period where you can search for other jobs while not getting financially hurt. So during that grace period, your skills will vouch for you. I mean, the main the main thing I'm trying to say is don't be scared of AI if you're adaptable, if you're hardworking, and if you're willing to learn. Yeah. If you have these three traits, you'll be fine. hundred uh, percent. There's no there's no need to worry. Like you have to enjoy working, not because just of the money you get paid, but you know because you actually enjoy what you do, or like you enjoy working and you're trying to get somewhere. Like even if you're doing something you don't enjoy right now, you know that you're doing it because you're trying to get somewhere else. So yeah. that's fine. Like yeah, do your best. Hundred percent. Who 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 are the people that complain? Well, I see a lot of artists on LinkedIn where, uh, for example, they keep complaining that their pieces of work are being stolen, right, for mid-journey to learn their model, to train their model. Because obviously, like, mid-journey just does not have a creative mind. They take a lot of sources from many, like, millions of different artists and then they compile it into, like, an algorithm, right? And so they're complaining, essentially, that their art is part of that algorithm. And, you know, certain... (laughs) Uh, parts of their art style is being like integrated into Mid Journey. Well, you, you could say the same for these artists who probably took inspiration from. Uh, other, yeah, that's uh, my biggest famous, point. Famous painters. When you're learning from someone, from a teacher, for example, yeah. you're copying their work you're essentially. Copying their style. Yeah. Exactly. So, so like, sense. if humans can copy, why can't a robot copy? 
it's only because you feel insecure that this robot is producing better results than you. Yep. Yep. Anything to say, Nicole? The robot's learning from us, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we've made this robot. Yeah. Yeah. So. But well, okay, what, what about this? It's gonna it's gonna be a rabbit hole. So what if the robots start learning from other other robots? How would that work? <laughs> That's what I want to ask. So, all right, so so we know that the robots learn from us. Yeah. And then once they've learned from us, you can start teaching other robots to learn from the robots that learn from, from the first robots that learned from us. Yeah. So they're not gonna start learning from us anymore. They're gonna learn from that first robot who learned from us, and it's gonna be like a spiral to the point where. But that aren't first all robot... the robots the same? Yeah, because because there is one. Th- there is also this like. There's this one like technology, I forgot the name, but like it teaches itself, like self-learning. Yeah, I mean... So how would that work? So the robot that's doing the best, all the other robots are learning from that robot. MVP, the MVP, the <laughs> I mean, a robot would be self-learning if it has the ability to kind of... Think. Think or like navigate on its own, right? Because right, right now it's mostly like we give them... We give them free tasks. information, essentially, yeah. Yeah. right? Every time I tell them, for, for example, search uh, data on... I was on Amazon, for example. Yeah. Now it will just remember, okay, data for Amazon. Yeah. And it will remember for everyone else who ever searches for Amazon. No, I'm saying once we get to the point where the robots can think for themselves and they can give actions to other robots, I think that's the scary part. But I feel like the government would step in at that point. I think the government's too slow. I mean, look at other things that are happening right now. Like <laughs> the government in the US still hasn't managed to fix the issue of the guns. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, that, that's a choice though because... I don't I've, think they want to. Yeah, they don't want to. But there's so many other things. Have you guys heard of the 3D printed guns? They still haven't got to that. 3D printed... I, I could buy a 3D printer, make a gun, which is going to make one shot... But you need gunpowder. No, no, you, yeah, but you can still like... You make it with 3D printer, you get the gunpowder wherever, but it's not that hard to get it. No, but like, for example, this country where guns are fully uh, illegal... What, you're telling me that Bro, someone in the UK... You really can, don't believe there's people. Like, I know way more things. I, I have not seen, like, any cases of this happening. But maybe you're right, right? I'm, I'm telling you this happening. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like a one-shot gun, right? Whatever. Yeah. All right. So let, let's put this for now. And uh, The government has, still hasn't done anything because, you know, the government's slow. Yeah. All right. Let's say they fix this. How long then till people start 3D printing nuclear bombs? In, like, yeah. 10 years' time? I mean... The, Are they going to catch up to that? Even if you fully prevent it, there'll be a black market for it. And then it'll create an unfair advantage of some sort. Because let's just say you ban... I mean, for now, it's ChatGPT. <laughs> but let's just say in the future, it's like a model, uh, omnipotent model that constantly learns on a daily, right? Yeah. Uh, let's just say that that gets banned, but then someone illegally uh, has that software, right? Yeah, it's like copying. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Now we're... Providing more fuel use. to like certain individuals, a lot more corruption. Maybe certain companies have built off of this AI, or like you know, we can have like creations of like things that we never wanted to be created in the I first mean, place. This literally happened in America, like nineteen, I think like nineteen seventy, sixty. Like they started banning like alcohol drinks over like certain percentages of like alcohol, and then people started doing it at home. And then yeah. they made it so high that everyone started going blind because. They got incentivized to make it themselves at home because they were not selling anymore. So the fact that they stopped selling it retail made it worse. Yeah. So you have to think about that as well. Yeah, you might be right. Like there might actually be a worse case scenario if they ban it. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's messed up. The morals messed up. I, I mean, <laughs> it's not for now, I, I'm kind of having fun seeing where it goes, yeah. right? I, like, I just saw. <laughs> it's G- having fun. I, I saw like GPG Sora recently. Yeah. Like I've shown it oh, to yeah, you, yeah, right? Have you seen it? Seen what? Uh, Sora. Nope. So essentially, it is uh, like ChatGPT's, like the company that runs ChatGPT, they've created this new kind of uh, thing where you uh, type a prompt and it generates a video. 
and that video is so high quality that it essentially like it looks like someone has filmed it in person yeah. like it, i think it looks better than that yeah it actually like in some cases it actually looks better and the the way you see these humans in like uh these videos they're completely fake like there's no mm. actual model for it so the fact that you can make humans look so realistic yeah. think about in a few years time i can literally make you do whatever you want on video that's scary that's very scary that's extremely the, th- the first thing that comes to my mind is you're gonna do something bad to him 100 and also in politics imagine politics yeah. i'm running for an election i am making a video of my enemy right and i'm making sure that i win the election yeah i mean i'm thinking about worse things but <laughs> you, you know <laughs> you know like uh for now i think they've put like a little watermark type of thing or on the videos oh. so to make sure that okay this is generated yeah eventually what do you think if we can if we have the technology to make these high quality videos we don't it. have the technology yeah. to yeah. remove the little I, mean, I remember you and me we met this one guy in this one fair he was trying to make a blockchain to make sure that fake deep fakes you can actually detect them if yeah yeah them. yeah that guy. It, it was a startup uh, kind of competition that we went to uh back in winter like all three of us went yeah, to yeah yeah essentially yeah there, there was this uh man who i don't know he seemed like in his late 20s like early 30s and he he seemed so smart so essentially yeah he he, he was trying to come up with a way to uh essentially uh detect if something is uh deep faked or not and this would be very useful when it comes to uh like detecting sora videos in the future so you know if i make a video of nickel doing something illegal Yeah. This software should hopefully detect that this is not nickel. Hopefully. Yeah. But to me it doesn't make sense though because he the way he explained it to us, right? It was like everybody has this unique ID yeah. number yeah. and if it doesn't match your ID number like your face then uh it's it's not accurate. So but once the video's out there so many people are going to see it and then 100% you have to start convincing them that it's fake. Like If a rumor like spreads, for see, example, yeah. like a scandal in like the entertainment industry, it doesn't matter if it's true or not, and if they debunk eventually, people will still like shit on yeah, you yeah. regardless. Yeah, true. And so, like, <laughs> I can ruin, practically Liter- ruin bro, your life. People literally waiting for something like that to happen to shit on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even <laughs> like, if it's not wait. true, they'll just shit on you fully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, that that's one aspect. I think AI it, it, it's getting a bit too too much. You know, there might need to be a few regulations. We need to stop Musk. <laughs> we got to stop him. <laughs> we need to stop him. Bring him to the podcast. No, no, no. This is what we do, right? So, I I think Musk uh they they did their first test recently or uh, the nano chips. Oh, Someone said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh apparently they've tested so that um the person with the chip in the head, essentially they <clears throat> can control a computer mouse just by looking. So, they're not even they don't even have access to a mouse, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just looking at a the screen. Screen, yeah. and they can navigate through it. So imagine that in 30 years time. So how, so how do they click? Do they blink? I have no <laughs> I mean I I'm, I'm assuming like your brain uh, waves, right? <laughs> your your double, double click. <laughs> double click. What's that? Oh, double click. <laughs> your your brain waves, right? Wait, no, it changes. Ah. So dumb. How are they going to scroll? Hmm? I mean I, I I'm assuming with the <laughs> scroll, right? <laughs> <laughs> with your intention to scroll yeah, right yeah. it'll go down mm. but just having a spasm <laughs> that, honestly what happens if it gets hacked or if it or stops brain. working like the chip the, the chip 
I think that's oh. the scariest part. They can have because uh, are they allowed to do surgery again and like, remove it? Well, you know the guy that we saw today in the lecture. Uh, that guy's a dangerous guy. Okay, <laughs> the hacker. We can't. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's gonna be hacking everyone's shit. Yeah. We've already said which uni we're from. We're narrowing down the number of lectures. <laughs> Honestly, but I would never put that in, inside of me. That's what you say. But what what happens when you have to? Yeah, when the competition. Gonna, what yeah. are they gonna yeah. force me? No, you're in a job. Yeah. Everybody else has a chip. Yeah, you're, you're, you don't have a chip. That's a requirement now to get a job. You have to have the chip. Not even a requirement. It's just okay. like I just—it's a preference. No. But everyone else is better than you. Th- think don't about it like this. Job. Think no. Think about it like this. You remember COVID? Mm. You wanted to travel. Need the virus. You have to. Well, now what, 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 what's going to happen in thirty years? You want to do things? They're going to force you, bro. I'm telling you, give it ten years. Money's going to be gone. Like actual physical money. Everyone's going to be like there's a CBDC or whatever. Like the. Um, the um, digital currency. Why? Because have you heard about this? Like, like right now, if you take a fifty bill, like a yeah. fifty pound, you give it to someone, it's a fifty pound bill. Yes. That person goes buy something, it's a fifty pound bill. He goes, they, that person, the butcher, whatever, goes give it someone else, fifty pound bill. Yeah. Right now, you pay something with your bank bank account. You pay fifty pounds. Bank takes one point five percent. So it's not fifty pounds anymore. It's like forty nine fifty. You got, and then uh, that person takes that money for fifty, and then he pays something else. Bank takes again for one point five percent. So the bank keeps taking that percentage. So imagine once they get rid of cash, which is what they want to do, control yeah. your finances, and now you have to keep paying commissions on your cash. Plus, it's gonna become China. Like I mean, that is- <laughs> like well, whatever you try to do, don't track you. Be like, okay, you cannot do this because you know we've got control of your finances. Yeah, that actually reminds me of something interesting in Japan that they do. Apparently, I had no clue, but to withdraw your own money. You actually have to pay a fee. That's crazy. So I'm like, okay, you put your own money, uh, own money on a ATM. Uh, ATM, yeah. To receive your cash from the ATM, you have to pay a fee. How, so you're you're taking your own money out. What's the point? What's the point of me putting money in the ATM? Well, the the mm. bank is getting money at the point. Like, yeah, it's free money. And since every every bank is doing this in Japan, That's it's fair game, right? You you, you like can't you can't do anything. Imagine the UK. Every single bank just decides to do that. Do, why do you think they're doing that? What do you think the main reason is of them doing that? I can literally tell I mean, you that way. I would think it's just another way to capitalize on profits. That? But I think they're trying to keep people on digital. They're like, you know what? If you take money, we're going to penalize you. So just keep your money digital. So they're trying to get people comfortable with digital. And then all of a sudden, they're going to remove it. Like, oh, it's so nice. Now we don't have to take anything out. Yeah, it, make, it encourages someone to <laughs> use credit more rather than debit. I think that's the whole point at the, right, right now. Like, why do you think cryptocurrency is being pushed so much? I don't think it's a bad thing. I actually think it's a good thing. I mean, it's being pushed by the people who have self-interest in it. No, I'm saying cryptocurrency is good because it's decentralized. So, you know, it's like they're trying to create this new currency, right? Like with crypto, trying to keep it stable. But this is like the actual currency we have right now. I, uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's sketchy. It's sketchy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things sketchy, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, everything's yeah. sketchy if you don't think, like, if you think about... Yeah, if you think things about... Things for... Look, you, you sit down, you start thinking, everything's sketchy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, us three here, we sat down here... It's a bit sketchy. We're, 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 we're thinking about this deeply, right? <laughs> Any other average university student, right? Oh. They're probably like, oh, let's go to the club. Let's Tick- go No, drink. no, no. Oh, this man. is them, right? Like, just TikTok, like, all day scrolling, whatever. Like, they don't think. Yeah. Because... What's work due? Two weeks? Listen, Nickel, do an impression <laughs> of the average university student. <laughs> I need a phone, I need a phone. Oh, here, my phone. I swear in the lecture, every yeah. single time. Honestly, it's crazy. I've seen someone, right? Um, today, like during our infamous lecture, where the lecturer did not want to come in, yeah, yeah. right? Like someone was fully just doing this. 
the entire two hours. <laughs> why are you doing like? Why are you there? First of all, this is a coding session. Okay, I'm I'm leaking a bit more. <laughs> this is this is a coding. <laughs> but we're slowly gonna get his name, his address. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the last time we're gonna leak a, a yeah. tiny bit, right? This was a coding session. We're learning Python. Everybody has their laptops out, right? Guys on his phone, looking down the entire two hours. Now, what you can do, which is what most university students do, you take your card, you tap in for attendance, and then you leave before the lecture comes in. And some people just tap in in front of the lecture because they don't care. But out of respect, do it before they come in. But like the fact that you just tap in, but then you're literally just sitting there doing nothing the entire two hours, is <laughs> actually mean, insane. Just people don't think. Like, I mean, thinking. I realized this like two years ago. Thinking actually takes brain calories. Like you would actually, lose, actually, yeah, you lose weight because of thinking. Like, have you seen chess players? They lose like three thousand calories per tournament. Is it? Yeah, it's an actual. Thing. Oh wow, so they that's lose, like, crazy. Like a few kilos per tournament. So thinking is the hardest task you can ever do because you have to flex that muscle, and. Once you start thinking about something, like I'll, I'll give you an example, right? You sit down, you want to do something, you have to think. And your brain tries to find any way not to do that task and do something else. Why? Because it's easy, you're avoiding it. So thinking is the hardest thing you can do and people don't think. They they would rather outsource their thinking to someone else. Yeah. Mm. Which is why some people don't even, they, they don't even know how to ask questions. Yeah. Like I could ask you a question and I'll put like sorry most people put such little effort into that question which is why you get a shit answer yeah like put some effort give me some examples of what you've tried what you've not tried why do you think this is like people don't get like they ask a simple question and they outsource their thinking to me to, for me to answer that question or like ChatGPT or like Google or whatever it's crazy yeah it's just I feel like people have their priorities wrong right I feel like when they come into university for example they come in with the wrong intentions they come in for a socializing. Can I say something? Sorry, Go on. I don't think they come with any intentions. <laughs> that's, that's that's the problem. No, I, I think I think socializing like oh okay, I'm going to go to the club, party, get a girlfriend, yeah. and such, right? And then there's the other angle of my parents forced me to come here. I think this is the extent of you Which know. Which angle are you from? Hmm? Which angle? me personally, um, I would say it's the latter half where. Well, I'm not saying I'm forced or anything, but I would say that, you know, me getting a degree would please my parents. But also, in my opinion, I think it kind of increases your prestige, kind of showing that you're able to do higher education work, for example. So I think it's a bit of both. Okay. Uh, what is it for both of you guys? I think when I started uni, I was thinking, I'm going to get this degree, three years study, and then I'll go get a job in the field. So something related to, e to economics. And that's it. But throughout uni, I realized that that's not what I want to do. And so my experience coming into uni is to learn new things, not necessarily related to the course that I'm doing, but just about life, money, um, future, like what I want to do, just finding out a bit about myself. I think that's kind of similar to a lot of people in the sense that like because they're not fully aware of what they want to do career-wise in the future they kind of use university to kind of buy themselves a bit more time yeah, to think 100%, 100%. right yeah. like it's a good excuse yeah and also like it's being productive at the same time well unless you're tapping out or like looking at your phone <laughs> it, it is productive right if you get the degree in the end a lot of people think that okay it's a good use of my time. Okay, I got but, the degree. Can I say something? It's a piece of paper. 
Yeah, but a lot of people I'm, think I'm, that. I, I want to say that, right? Like, all right, right now we're all 20, right? Or 21. Yeah. Yeah, let's take 20. All right, let's say you're 50. Let's say you, no, actually, no, let's say you're 90. Yeah. And let's say, like, you're going to die soon or whatever. Like, let's say you know you're going to die tomorrow, let's say. If you have to think back in your time and you realize that you just wasted three years of your time for a piece of paper, how would you feel? <laughs> Honestly, how would but you feel? At the same time, I'll say that piece of paper opened up more job opportunities. Or how would you feel then? Would you be like, I yeah, mean, I got more I mean, job opportunities? That, that's the law of the land here, right? Like, without it, you're at a very big disadvantage. I don't believe it. Because here's the thing, like, for example, you want to, you know, go through that entrepreneur path, right? In terms of like earning money. I'll, I'll tell you what that means, actually, because I, even I used to misunderstand it, but I'm slowly starting to kind of grasp what it means. I think entrepreneur means just solving problems. Like you, you use your brain. It's not so much just about how much money can I make because the money will come. Yeah. It's more about I am a human being. I can acquire these skills. Like let's say today. I want to learn how to set up this table or whatever. Like I can yeah. do that and I can then sell it or whatever. Like you just, you find a ways to solve problems. Yeah. That's what entrepreneurship is in my opinion. And then, so that's sol- solopreneurship. But then entrepreneurship becomes this thing where you can start getting a team, manage people, whatever, yeah. become a leader. But all I think entrepreneurship is, which university will never teach you yes. because they just want you to stay and read books and like memorize things, is you managing your own, you making your own path, your own way to solve problems for your life. Problem solving. But can you not do both? Say again. Can you not do both? Because, okay, when I think of like entrepreneurship and versus like degree, for example, yeah. a lot of people criticize, for example, like business degrees mm-hmm. because like essentially the lecturers are not actually like uh, business owners, for example, and they're teaching you It's not even business, so right? Man. It's more like you're not doing anything. You're just yeah. listening. But I feel like the content, action. the content that they're teaching you is actually content that you're going to have to come across anyways when you're actually starting a business. So I'm not saying that the content is useless, but you're learning a lot of content in university that you will not be able to apply at the moment. And by the time you get to applying to it, you're going to forget everything. So what's the point of learning? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think, I mean, this is not something that, like, for example, like we can change, like the three of us, right? This is something that, you know, society has to shift away. And I feel like, I think it's slowed. A hundred percent. Like in our parents' generation, in our generation, I think degrees are quite prevalent. Yeah, you could get away with having yeah. a good job, having a nice mo- family. When our kids uh, come by, it's going to be very different. I think we're going to have a lot more different opportunities, whether it's online, offline, apprenticeship or whatnot. And I feel like degrees will be a lot less prevalent. I mean, I'll say this much, right? Like you said it yourself, like what's the point of having knowledge that you're going to be able to use right now? So that's yeah. like... I like to call it mental masturbation. Like you're just trying to make sure that you're prepared for everything that's going to come yeah. ahead of you. Like, do you really need it? Like right now, you're, tr- you're looking at step one. You don't need to understand step two, step three, like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like you don't need it. Get through step one, learn it. You'll learn more by doing it. And then once you get to step one, you'll understand what you have to do for step two. Don't get ahead of yourself too. Like there's yeah. no, this is why I hate business plans. Why do I need a business plan for the next three years? I don't even know what's going to happen in the next three years. I can plan everything up, but I'm, I can tell you that after the first month, nothing's going to go ahead as I expected. So what's the point? I mean, the best way, like I've mentioned this to one of you, right? Like the best way is to learn via failure, right? 100%. And I feel like in university, you just can't fail. Like, because there's no real examination. Like exact writing answers on a piece of paper is not failing, okay? That's just me memorizing. Yeah. But... 
doing like the actual task itself and then failing that's something that i'm never going to forget yeah right it's, it's something personal yes mm. so so we have to change the word because failure like i feel like the word failure is not the actual definition that we have currently failure right now means like you you, you like you i don't want to use the same word but like you felt like you did you did not win you, yeah you, you did the wrong you didn't achieve what you meant to achieve like you, you know it's not gonna happen like, exactly you feel like a loser actual failure means learning like you, you tried something. You were brave enough to try something. You learned that this thing does not work. This specific thing. Well, learning comes as a consequence. I would say. No, but like um, obviously, there's like a degree, right? Like you, sometimes you have to understand if you can fail yeah. or not. Like yeah, yeah. You cannot like just put like ten million and like hope exactly. You win. Yeah. But like when you first start with anything, I believe that failing a lot is the best because obviously there's one thing where someone can teach you. And there's one where you actually learn yourself, like take both, obviously observe other people who've done it and then learn from their mistakes so you don't make them again. But you still have to make your mis- your own mistakes. And it's not failure, it's learning and not, it's learning what not to do in the future. Yeah. Right? Like it is the scientific method. Like you have to test, test, test. Like, because when you're testing an experiment, you're not trying to get it right. You're trying to get it wrong, actually. That's the whole point. Yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I think it was a <clears throat> saying where the, if you're in a classroom, for example, the person who ask the most questions will be more successful than someone who already knows all the answers Yeah, probably. because if you're asking all the questions you're kind of uh, reinforcing that information you're you're accepting your vulnerabilities right 100%. you you understand your weaknesses 100%. whereas someone who kind of knows He's everything on his strengths, which you exactly already know, like, exactly you know yeah that's the ego yeah yeah just ego but yeah, no, I'll just say like, we need to change the definition of failure, at least like <laughs> for most people, because failure is good. Yeah. Failure is what gets you to success, right? Like it's a numbers game. How many times can you fail before you succeed? 100%. And that's what people call luck part. And what would be your definition, Nicole, on failure? I agree with you guys, but I also think that a lot of people are scared of failure. They just really don't want to go through it. But I think it's something that we need to embrace. It happens in life and just make the best of it. As you guys said, just learn from it. Try, to, try not to make the same mistake again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's easier said than done. For example, right? Yeah. Me starting a business, failure, I, I'm kind of like accepting it, right? Like if I fail, I learn something new. But for example, me asking a girl out, for example, it comes with a lot more confidence consequences, right? And so failure is a lot heavier in that situation compared to me running a low-cost business, which I know I'll recover from. I think you think talking to a girl is riskier than starting a business. What's going on here? Go on, just there. Wait, wait, wait. What story is it? The eel story. The what? The eel. Eel. Like, I've probably not heard of it. Okay, I'll say, I'll say. You've not heard of it. I don't I'll know. Say, yeah. So, um, like, I'll explain the gist of it, and then Nicole can elaborate, right? So, I think it was Nicole, like, back in school, right? Um, oh, okay. You, I was on the Toji. You explained it. <laughs> no, you can explain. Like, I don't know. No, no, because no, I might get it wrong. I might get it wrong. You can explain it. Nah. So, there was this girl in um, secondary, and I must have just told her I like you. And she literally just went ill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you took it one step too far. <laughs> I can't believe she said ill. Like, okay, you know, if you think about it in your mind, keep it to yourself, okay? But you've ruined this man's confidence for how long, would you say? I mean, I don't think it ruined it. <laughs> oh, so you're just as confident? Um... I guess I didn't really care that much. Fair enough. Uh, if it were me, I, I I would have to take some time to recover. <laughs> Maybe like a year. 
You know, but well, obviously it's secondary. So like, we're kids at, at that age, and you yeah. don't you don't really think too much about how the other person okay, will someone feel. Someone right now says it. <laughs> some like that's twenty yes one years old. They're fully mature, grown adults. <laughs> I feel like that's a bit disrespectful they on their you. part. That's a bit disrespectful on their part. But me, yeah. I'll be able to just take it like a man. Let's move on. Oh, I, I respect you for that. I wouldn't be able to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how would you? How would that make you feel? Oh, I I would be like, well, okay. Logically, I would think like, okay, it's her problem, not mine. But I think I would stay away from asking someone for for like okay. until I make like a major <clears throat> visual change. Wait, um, can I say something? I mean, if you think about it, you can really relate business to. Dating, I guess, because at the end of the day, it's the same thing. Like, Numbers game, Pretty bro. Much. I'm telling you, if people actually sat down and write, like, wrote down some numbers, it will change your life. Like, I've done that myself. Like, you write down the numbers of how many things you have to do to achieve this thing, and then you realize, oh shit, like, I can actually fully plan this out, and this is how many times I have to fail to get successful. Yeah, it's like in Tinder. If you just keep swiping, <laughs> eventually you'll get a match, I've not, right? I've not gone down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep swiping, eventually. You've got experience. <laughs> I think we've all got yeah, yeah. No, but that's the easier way, right? Like you can just keep swiping, but like in business or whatever, like you, or like real life approaching people is not the same. Like it's a bit harder. Yeah. You have to like manually put in work. You have to try. But I think if you have the mentality of not not taking anything emotionally or like personally you'll be fine like next person you go you go with the same attitude that you went to the first person and you'll, you'll be fine just keep yeah 100% refreshing. it's just that mental fortitude that you kind of have to build up alright I, I, want, I want to understand your mental okay because <laughs> it's crazy to me that you think that it's risky to talk to a girl and start a business at low, mm, low no, I mean I think it's personality based right I feel like a business is a lot more like at least when you're first starting out it's a lot more like self like I'm doing this by myself Right. Yeah. Whereas, like, where when I'm like asking someone out, now it's more like I'm getting someone else's opinion. Okay. Like, there's a third party essentially. Whereas a business, you know, it's just like, okay, I'll, I'll say it this way: within a business, if it fails, you know it's your fault. You're accountable for it. Yeah. With <laughs> with a, a relate uh, with asking someone out, it could be either that. Or it actually could be like their problem. All right, I'm gonna so, I'm, I'm gonna say something, and you're gonna hate this. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna hate it. But what if you had the mindset of everything's your fault? But so, it's, sometimes it's just not. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> like, what if you just had the mindset of I fucked up? I'm gonna improve myself. Oh yeah, I mean it, it works on many different instances, but I feel like sometimes if you, for example, back to the relationship thing, if you come across someone toxic, right? That's not necessarily your fault. Should have stayed away. Ex- okay, fair enough. You got me there. You got me there. Um, well, how's it their fault as well? Like, no. If someone's talking, as in, okay, like, the girl who said "ew" to you, yeah, she should have thought in her head, like, okay, this is not acceptable to say. I will just politely decline. Yeah, but we cannot think. Like, we cannot think about what she's thinking because, as you said, it's her problem. Exactly. No, no, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying that's her. Like he, like he's asking me, like, so why is that her? He's problem? not taking this personally, but I'm just saying, yeah. like anything you do, I think if you, if you just think, all right, this is my fault. Not in terms of like I'm gonna beat myself up. Yeah. About it, but if I think, okay, whatever happened here, I this was my fault. I could have avoided this. Or I could have made this situation better. I think that's the best mindset to have, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, but most people don't like that. They're like, well, what my fault? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? It is your fault. Like everything yeah. in your life is your life after all. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that 
Well, another thing that I really wanted to talk about, which was <laughs> one of my favorite debates of all time, right? Between the three of us. It was, uh, I think it was last year, we talked about passion versus discipline, yeah. right? <laughs> it was my favorite. He already knows. Because <laughs> last time we debated about this, it was like two hours of me trying to say that if you're passionate about something and if you follow your passions, yeah. you will reach like bigger heights compared to if you're disciplined and doing something uh, that you don't quite enjoy, which is your stance. I think I've changed my mind about it. Oh, I've converted you. No, no, you've got no, you've got, you're not converted you. you're not, I'll say there's been a shift in perspective. So I think last time we talked about this, I might have fully stood by my own belief of like, yeah, discipline 100%. But then I've realized that it's nice. It's nice to have it, but it's not like every day you will be 100% disciplined. So it does help that you're doing something that you enjoy. But I will say, I will say, anything you start, you'll never enjoy because it's going to be hard at the start. But if you keep going at it to the point where you start having these small wins, you'll start enjoying it because you're winning. And then, this, and then the passion comes. So in my opinion, I believe that whatever you do, you will always like you. Yeah, you might ha you might like have this un uninformed optimism at the start where you think oh, it's great, whatever. You will suffer at the start. You have to get the parts, uh, the first um, bridge. But then, whatever you do, you will start liking it eventually because you will start getting good at it. You, you like anything you're good at. Yeah. So I'll say passion comes in after that first bridge, and then you, once you put it with discipline, but like once you pair it with discipline, you will go to the top. That's what I believe. But yeah, as I said, like you cannot just read like a hundred percent on discipline. Yeah, because there's gonna be days where you don't want to do shit. I mean, you mentioned something last time. It was a graph, right? Where yeah, yeah. All right. So this is something. Um, there is this one uh, huge influencer in the YouTube called Alex Ormosi, and basically he says that whatever you start, like a business, there is a path that you everyone takes, which is first you you let's say a friend tells you about this new business that he's doing, and then you're currently doing something else. He tells you about all these great things and you're like, okay, I'm going to start. So you start with uninformed optimism, which is basically you've got information that's not really what's going on in the actual business. It's the nice things, it's the highlights, it's the Instagram reels. So you start and then you go with uninformed optimism and then you keep going and you stumble upon uh, informed pessimism. So you start to realize, oh shit, this is harder than I thought. Yeah. Like this is not what I thought it was. So you start going through that and then most people basically keep going and then they crash and burn, which is they've had enough. They just keep losing money. That's actually very, like most people go through that initial yeah, like, I've been through that. Spike where, oh, I really enjoy this and then, oh, not so much. So the, 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 whole, the whole point of this is that most people crash and burn and then they do the same thing again. Uninformed yeah. optimism, informed pessimism, crash and burn because they only get the dopamine. Well, they can only get dopamine from starting the new thing. It's called the shiny object syndrome. Yeah. So you only get the dopamine um, hit when you start believing, oh, I saw this one cool thing. I'm going to go start it again. And then you keep doing it again and again and again. But once you get past the crash and burn part and you keep going, you will, you will get the informed optimism. So you slowly start to realize, oh, I've been doing this wrong. I could have done it this way. And then something start clicking and you make money. Yeah. Or like you improved. And then if you keep going with your plan, you'll reach success. But most people just keep fighting the same boss. Yeah, and, I and mean, again, and again, that reminds me of this uh, YouTube video, right? <laughs> uh, this YouTuber. So I, I'm within like the UX design field where I'm trying to <laughs> transition, right? So I've told him about this, but I, I want your reaction, right? So there's this YouTube channel, right? He essentially has done a boot camp, a UX boot camp, just like me. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he started making YouTube videos about like how to improve on UX. So like his kind of journey in trying to get a job, right? So then six months into the job, uh, into uh, the job searching, right? He decided, oh, okay, you know what? I don't think UX is for me. 
let me try to pivot to uh, web design, right? Which, to be fair, when I thought about that, I was like, web design, UX design is still within like the design field. It's not too bad of a transition, right? So he's done that, and then recently, <laughs> which is like a few months after, he made a video saying why I fully quit web design and UX design, <laughs> right? And essentially, he's saying that he initially enjoyed it, and um, he he enjoyed it. But then, eventually, as he got to learn more and more, he became kind of like tired, and he realized that he did not want to work for someone else. <laughs> and so, essentially, he's like, "Now I'm going to be a full time YouTuber, and、okay. I want to be my own entrepreneur." And guess what? The same thing's going to happen. He's going to realize, "Oh, there's this thing." That yeah, he's going to realize it's hard, and then give up. Like that kind of mentality, it, it's. Honestly, like that's like fighting the same boss over again and again. Like, what's the point? yeah? Stick to and, and what's really annoying,、thing. right? It, it, his video was annoying enough, right? <laughs> But the comments on that video, everybody was like, "Yes, I'm glad you found yourself. I'm so happy. I'm going through the same transition." OMG, yes, yes, yes. I was shaking my head while、uh, watching this video. Like, am I the only one who thought like this guy is an idiot fool for what he's doing? Like. There should be at least a minimum rule of like stick to something for two years or something, but like <laughs> that's a long、uh, six months. <laughs> no, no, because he's One year, six he months,、yeah. he's committed to a whole boot camp, right?、Oh, okay. Right. He's done like this entire journey. In total, his he's done a year's worth of UX. But can I, can I say something? It also depends on how much intense. Like, what's the intensity of what you're doing? Like, there's some people that could do one thing for one year, and they only they only put like two hours, three hours a day, and then there's someone. I'm assuming he put a lot of time since he has the YouTube channel. Because like you can get to your goal way fast if you actually like like do more. Yeah, but I, what my issue with it was that he just said he didn't enjoy it anymore. Therefore, he's gonna stop. Yeah. Right. I think at a certain point, like. I think this comes、uh, like I'm going to reference a book by Robert Greene、uh, called Mastery. Essentially, the book mentions that as you、uh, become a master in your own field, you're just going to start enjoying it way more, right? And essentially, like, and th- that's the issue, like relating to your graph, right? Where、uh, you know, if this guy just sticks for it just a bit more, gets that job, becomes a senior level at his job, he will start enjoying it again. 100%. But he just gave up way too early. He gave up before he even got a job. I mean, I would also like to say something. <laughs> Should have got a job first, and then maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, see、exactly. how it was, right? So、uh, you said you quote to the book. I also want to quote a book. Yeah. <laughs> so this one book called Sunzi. Wait, what's the book? Out of War by Sunzi. Okay.、Uh, I, f- uh, I forgot what he said perfectly, but he said, "Um, um, can you can you remind me? Because I I know you read that、what、book as well. Both you read. Like, how does the Basically, is like related to what he said, like closer. I think it was like I, I completely forgot. Honestly, like I, I, I messed this one up. <laughs> this one's a failure. Just make something up. <laughs> make something yeah, up. Yeah, I know, I know. So he said,、um, "Chase your dreams." Oh, he said, "Chase your dreams," right? <laughs> he never said that. <laughs> But no, no. I, like I think、um, you're right, a hundred percent. Like,、um, and the people in the comments, sheep's. A hundred percent. I think because、no, the the comments are. I think the way they Post- see it, positive reinforcement. Both of them, both the YouTuber and the viewers,、yeah. they're trying to kind of、uh, like look at each other. Essentially, you have to look at the purpose. Like the guy made the video to get the people to tell him that he's doing the right. Well, thing, yeah, he's doing the right the validation. People, and the people that click the video is probably to, click, to see other people doing the same thing and feel 
good with themselves. Exactly, yeah. But no one, no one is going to that video to make fun of that guy. <laughs> exactly, because the second no if I is. made a comment like, "Yo, you're stupid for doing this," yeah, yeah. I'm going to get grilled by everyone, 100%. every single angle. I think you should have done this. <laughs> you know what? I might, <laughs> I might do it. I might do it. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, no, um, yeah. People keep like when I say people, I'm saying myself as well. Like, I've, yeah, yeah, I've been through this shit. Uh, like yeah, like even myself, like, I used to fight this battle. Like mm, you know, I'll do this because I enjoy it, and then I, I encounter this one hard thing. And I'm like, you know, it's not for me. Like I'm not built for this. But you know, I think anyone can do whatever you want. You can learn maths. You can learn coding. You can sing. Yeah. Like you don't have to have the best voice to sing or rap, but you can still do that as well. Like as long as you put in the time and effort, you can do anything you want. Hundred percent, honestly. What's your take? What if it's something that you're not naturally good at? So like it's so draining on you. Well, I mean, you should obviously be smart about it. And then just drop uh, it. Like, like, all right, let's say you look at like a figurine dancer. Do you think they were like born as a figurine dancer? Like, let's be honest, they put, probably put in like 15, 20 years since, since they were kids. So like they built up the skill of the figurine dancer. But then you look at them, you're like, ah, oh, you know, they're just talented. They've got talent. No, they don't. Like they had to get to that level. Yeah. So I, I think it's just a perception of like, we look at people and we're like, He's just an overnight success. He, he's he's just good. He was always good at it. He's always skilled. But I mean, you don't see the back end, do you? Even with my life, you guys don't see the back end. I don't see the back end with your life. No, I don't see it with yours. It is what it is. You've made this very deep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we're essentially, this all derived from our conversation with, um, was it passion versus discipline, yeah. right? Yeah. And my initial take on it, so... I partially converted you, apparently. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> partially converted. Which side were you on when it was passion? I think I was in the middle. I was on the fence. You're always in the fence. <laughs> Get off the fence. <laughs> Get off the fence. <laughs> Choose a side. Choose a side. <laughs> I feel like when you go into something, you have to be willing to commit yes. a lot of time to it. Yeah. And if you don't, then you won't know if it's actually your passion or not. Like you can't go into, I don't know, a new sport basketball play it for one day <laughs> one day one hour yeah. I feel like oh this ain't for me yeah because so you're, you're gonna be bad exactly like, no but let's just say you've Everyone's already been doing sure. something that you already enjoy would you double down on it if I'm already enjoying it yeah yeah of course okay but I, put more time into it. I, I would want to do that more and more can, yeah. can I say something you also have to think about it like I enjoy um, many things which I had to cut off because I have to pay the price of the thing. That okay, g- give me an example. It doesn't have to be real, but... All right, yeah, let, let, let me give you an example. Right? I used to, you know, enjoy um, building little things. Let's say like 3D puzzles or whatever. That's not going to... Okay. Be, I mean, it's not really going to take me that far in life. <laughs> but okay. I, I would spend like hours doing those things, right? Like, yeah, I enjoy it. it was you can become a content creator yeah, but- that creates crazy. But I, I know like there is better things to do for me to learn better skills. You know, it's gonna, and you also have to think like the skills that you're gonna learn is not just for this business. Like most business skills that you're gonna learn are life skills. Yeah. So you becoming good at this one thing is gonna improve. Like communication. Well. Yeah, hundred percent. Most people bullshit man. Like I've communication <laughs> skills. Like you don't. <laughs> yeah. you don't. It's just something you slap on the CV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Like if I got a random person on this podcast right now, I don't know. I feel like there'll be silent 90% of the time or they give like quick short answers right or like they wouldn't even look at your eyes like, yeah like, like looking away yeah <laughs> no I was gonna say Nicole made one point but basically I like how you said that before you start something you have to understand what you're getting into and 
I think miss most people don't. Like you don't know the price you have to pay to get to the end goal. Like it's easy to say, yes, I want to start this one business or whatever, and I want to get to 10k by the end of the year. But do you really know what's going to take to get there? Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to stop doing things that you currently enjoy to get to that thing? Because it's not going to be fun. Sure, I mean it, it takes a level of dedication. Not just dedication. Like, like you can have dedication, but if you don't understand what prices you have to pay, you may be paying the wrong prices. Yeah. Like you, you could be putting all this work into something that's not even moving the needle. I mean, it I could, feel like anything you do will eventually pay off. Well, yeah, but that's the difference between paying off in 10 years or one year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there, there are certain circumstances where, uh, instances where if you do it for 10 years, eventually you'll hit this mega spike and reach the yeah, top. That's the right? overnight success, right? It just goes up because you finally... Yeah, you're, you're like flatlined the entire time and then you just mm-hmm. spike up. Yeah, but I'm saying like, would you rather get it done in one year or like 10 years? I mean, that's a preference, right? Like some I people, mean, I think who, it makes. <laughs> that's not it perfect. How patient you are. No, like let's just say. No, let's just imagine waiting ten years. I know, but for example, like okay, I I, I used to, and I still do, right? But back in the day, I used to really love playing like uh, video games, right? Sure. Like League of Legends, for yeah. example, right? Let's just say I spent ten years yeah. playing that every single day, and then eventually you're telling me I'll become a pro. Right, what if after 10 years they just shut down the game? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> That'll be mean, very no, sad. No, but now, but now you're, you're a li- you're, you, your skill is a liability because anytime they could pull the plug on the game and your I mean, skill is gone. The game could die down. But you can always stream. You're, no, but you're you a liability. entire process. Yeah, but it's still like, unless you build like a brand and then what, what happens if they ban Twitch? <laughs> you're just going to keep moving. You go like, kick. <laughs> you go kick. I don't know. Pokemane went, well, I don't know if she went kick, but she left Twitch. No, I mean, there's obviously good money to be made in that industry. I think, to be honest, this is what I've learned, right? You can make money in any industry. You can make That money, is you true. Could, you could make money cleaning floors. Like, and you could set up your own company. You can make like a TikTok account on just like cleaning oh, floors every day. You, there's a million ways to make a million yeah. dollars honestly that's what I've learned as long as you put the time into it master it exactly become a master and then teach someone how to be a master and then you start building your team yeah but yeah the main thing is um, how fast do you want it what's your goal how are you going to achieve it think about all these things plan it out I'm not saying stick to them religiously some things are going to change some things you're not going to be able to do in the day I'll say the best thing to do is um, plan your day see how it goes and see how, try your best and then see how many things you could do in that day because you're going to overestimate how many things you can do yeah. just manage it like um, tailor but yeah learn the price yeah definitely like I think most of balance is pretty key like you said or like don't do too much in one day just you know like the right amount because you don't want to burn yourself out either. that's why I'm saying you have to plan it like yeah. Like I don't know if you've seen my wallpaper but like there's like this uh, <laughs> yeah I've seen your wallpaper yeah there's like there's um um actual like all right let's say there's a goal there's a time frame and how many how many things no how much of that task i have to do to get to that goal right but i already know that if i look at it every day right so i know that if today i've hit my targets i'm already on track so i could so do, is it a checklist it's not really a checklist it's like kpis that i have to hit daily weekly monthly right okay so, so like put in it easily like i've put the minimum requirement to get to that goal that i want but i'm obviously gonna over overdo that so if i hit those minimum targets and i keep going with those and I, everything goes well that's the minimum requirement i'm doing over so at least i know that i'm on the right path but if you're just going free for all no 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 kpis nothing how do you know you're on the right path you're just waking up like a mess going through the day you don't know what you're doing and you end up crying at night like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> am I on the right track? Am I, what's going on? And then you just yeah, give up. Sure. So you need those KPIs. You need the um, 
people like say you you live like a robot. Well, you kind of have to if you want to, you know, get this. Yeah. You have to well get replaced by a robot. <laughs> AI. Listen, listen, I'm beca- I'm going to become AI myself. It's a full <laughs> circle, guys. It's a full circle. Yeah, but honestly, like plan plan stuff. Like I know it's boring about tra- keep track of everything, like record everything. Like you need Yeah. To I feel like that and also putting in your all when you're doing those tasks or you're trying <laughs> to meet those goals because if you don't yeah. then you're going to feel like, oh, I could have done this, I could have done that. I, like, I didn't do my best. Exactly, yeah. And like, you're going to regret it in the end. Like, there's a difference between being productive and just doing work. Like, I could do three hours of one task and I could be more productive by doing three minutes of this other task. Like, you know, like, doing more work is not being successful. That's all I can say. Like, I mean, okay. There's people working in China, like, 20, day, 20 hours a day. Like, they're not, they're not successful. But they also have mastery in what they do. Sure, but are they successful? No, but then they can use that mastery to convert themselves um, into a different field. But, but think about it like this, right? Like, as I said, like, we all have 24 hours in one day, right? Is is how you allocate them. So, like, no one's going to outwork anyone else and become more successful. That's bullshit. I mean, circumstances differ. It's not like mostly, saying right? like, 24 hours. Mo- no, mostly. But like, we're uni students, for example. We have a commitment. We're going with average, right? Yes. But I'm just trying to say, like, if we all have 24 hours a day, is how we allocate those hours and what we do. Like, so it's not like, Nicole works let's say we, me and Nicole we do the same thing yeah if Nicole works four hours on this one thing and I work eight hours on this one specific business he could be more successful than I am even though I'm putting four more hours 100% why because he's doing he's more, more important tasks yeah he's doing the more important tasks at specific times of the day where he's got more energy he's planning everything for his, for his win and let's say me I am doing eight hours of work on in, in like inefficient activities when I'm tired and I'm eating snacks or whatever I'm distracted I'm listening to music like environment is everything so, so work smart or not harder a hundred percent bro isn't that what goes that's <laughs> what you literally just 100%. said about work harder I mean but you also got to work smart at the same time yes not just hard I even got a book on it I think it was called Simply Work Smart. <laughs> Mark, okay. On Amazon. Is it on yeah. Amazon? Yeah, yeah. Author? L- link well, down? Do you, do you have author is Aris Dilahex. It's a random name. There's a link for this, right? I don't know. We'll if we it, ever we'll find, find it, there will be a link down in the description <laughs> below. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, all, it's about working s- smart as well as hard. You can't just work smart the whole time. True. You got also. Well, but hard work. I do think that. All right, this is gonna get so <laughs> steep in them, but I do think that stupid people are actually more successful than smart people. It's I've, gonna sound. I've, I've heard another mm. angle as well, like lazy people. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll so. give you both angles. So, in terms of stupid and smart, I think I told you about this, but let's put smart and intelligent in the both categories. So, smart and intelligent people will try to get everything planned. They'll try to calculate everything, you know, before they start. Make sure meters like go yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Dumb people will just go in and get no, started straight away okay. and learn on the thing. That's not smart versus not smart. That's but, more of like a doer versus a planner. Yeah, well, it's called mental yeah. motivation, right? You're trying to plan everything. But right? that doesn't correlate to being smart. Most of the time, because a doer thing. can also be smart. I'm telling you, like most people I've met. Like if we look at Elon, for example. He's the most successful person there is, and he's smart. He's, he's an anomaly. anomaly. I mean, anomaly. Yeah. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, these are these guys are anomalies. No, but like no, no, no. But these one, all of these guys are at the top. Like, if I'm talking about any tech company or any big company, like Mark Cuban, for example. Yeah. Yeah, Donald Trump. They're all billionaires. They're all smart. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like most people are classified in that category, and also the lazy people thingy. So he's right. Most lazy people try to find ways to do things a bit more efficient because they're so lazy so that's like the 
the the active side of the brain where like oh, I have to do this but I'm gonna find an even short or like less that's me way to <laughs> literally so I, I also yeah. think that's a good thing but you have to use it strategically you cannot just be lazy about everything yeah sometimes true. you just have to <laughs> accept or right, I have to do this I have to put in the work I have to be disciplined but sometimes if you can find a way to find a shortcut Find a shortcut, but don't make the end or the overall uh, product shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't reduce the quality. Exactly. Like, I literally told you guys on our way here, right? That I might try to find an AI <laughs> that clips this yeah, podcast, uh, right? Nothing against that. If it works. If it doesn't work, I'm going to have to spend a few hours to edit this entire thing myself. But if it does work, bro... Everything you see on TikTok everywhere, it will all be made by AI. But you're taking the chance, right? Like you're taking the chance of where like the risk is you losing a bit of time trying this new software. And the the, the reward is you potentially saving hours, infinite hours. Yeah. And I'm also learning the fact that, okay, this software doesn't work. And I mean, the risk is not even a risk because then you'll have to learn how to edit. Yeah, yeah, it's a win-win situation. But most people, the way they think is, oh, if I do this one thing, I'm going to lose on this thing. Or like, they think like that. But like, you have to think everything's a win. Yeah. If you fail, you learn something. If you succeed, good for you. Yeah, it's like your new definition for failure. Win or learn. I'm telling you, we have to redefine it. Honestly, failure is no failure. Oxford Dictionary. I'm coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, our podcast. (laughs) Come on. Where is he? Where's Oxford? Where, Where are you, Oxford? You're going to say something, right? just going to say you win or learn. Oh, <laughs> right. Win, win. But also another thing about you saying how dumb people just go into it. Yeah. I feel like it's not always a good idea because you can <clears throat> make big losses. No, that's what I'm saying. So you've got to also plan. All right. So I, I said this before. Solopreneur is when you start a business or like something related to solving problems by yourself. But I think that the best... So they do say that if you want to go fast, do it yourself. If you want to go far, do it with people. So I do think that if you're dumb at the start, it's good. But then eventually you need to get someone that's your yin and your yang. So just get someone who's going to be there to like, you know, make sure to keep you in check. Like you are the guy who's going to take those risks, you know, like... Because taking risks is more about having that bravery and like that heart to like go ahead. Because... Many people understand what risks are, but they're just scared of taking them. But if you have that one guy who can take them and then you've got the other guy who's going to help you calculate everything, it's perfect. You've got the perfect yin and yang. So that's why I'm saying entrepreneurship is the ultimate, right? You've got the team, you've got everything, you've got the guys that you need. You don't just have people that are going to suck up to you. Yeah. You, you've got mm-hmm. people that actually are not scared to tell you, to give you a reality check. But yeah, you need, you need that, that yin and the yang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying being dumb or being smart is the best thing but it's the combination of the yin and the yang of the two personalities of the people running the business 100% yeah yeah having someone there to tell you to give you a reality check like what's going on yeah it's not feasible just yeah. stop but most people are scared of that they just want people to suck them up precisely and I think you know uh, wrapping this up soon but I want one last segment since this is a podcast about career which we've kind of discussed about life but uh, money as well, right? And I, I want like the biggest lesson that you've kind of learned this year regarding like money in general. This year, like so far? Yeah, like, two okay, okay, when I say this year, I mean like 12 months, oh, okay, okay. right? So like from each of you, uh, if any of you would like to start and then we'll just go around. Go ahead. I feel like everyone in their life, they try to make money in some way, shape or form. And most have a career goal, but some people, they don't, like me. I have no idea what I want to do. It's been like this since I was like 
10 years old when they started making me like think about it like what do you want to do in the future or something like that I had no idea so the way I see it is instead of just doing a job that you won't like doing in the long run and you know it'll be tedious for you you get sick and tired of it it's better just to focus on the money at that point find where the money's going and ways that you can make money so for me personally that's the direction that i'm taking all right that that's quite interesting uh by the way this is not like any financial advice right <laughs> like anything because what i'm about to say is a bit wild but i feel like yeah if if, if you want to be like a doctor engineer a surgeon yeah. then go for it 100 yeah. percent. but so if you have a goal yeah if you have like because it comes back to the passion thing that we're talking about if you have a passion for something then do it but if you don't i feel like in my opinion if you don't really have a career goal then the right thing to do is probably go for the money right and i think i quite agree with that and i think my <laughs> my money advice is a lot more like not harsh a lot more out there right and i would be I, I would say that you should not be scared to spend money right you spend money when you still can right so when i'm like at this age i feel like spending money has less consequences because you have that kind of safety net right from whether it be your parents or like you know uh you know you you you'll get a job eventually which will have like a bigger pay or whether you're an entrepreneur you're making more money right but uh like for example like coming to this uh podcast um it was a it was an investment right a normal person would rather spend that money on i don't know like let's just say uh socializing with their friends at a restaurant on a daily basis or weekly basis or you know spending money on clothes a video game and such but you know you should not be scared of using that money or sacrifice that money on spending it on an investment even if it does not work for example uh siraj you you've done like a bit of job shipping right and you know that the amount of money it takes right on advertising it could be a risk <clears throat> in terms of uh, whether that product is successful or not and so that's an investment that you've chosen you you're not scared of spending money in order to test this right and so i'm kind of like not scared of spending money to for example start my own business or you know start this podcast for example and so you know i my biggest lesson kind of that i've kind of learned is you know be a bit more lax with your money you know starts i'm spending more but to kind of learn from it you know like even if you fail at uh after if if you have a negative consequence after spending that money at least you've learned something new right and yeah i would say that advice it, it, you know some people might go and say eh, no no saving might be better or this or that but i think you know by spending money you're also kind of learning in some circumstances mm. yeah. i feel like not also being attached to that money yeah yeah don't be attached to money yeah Never. it's just Paper. It's a paper. It's paper. Yeah. Or oh, it could be a digital card. Oh, it could be numbers. I think the worst thing you can. It's still numbers on the screen. Yeah. You know, do you guys have the same effect where if you're paying by a card, 
it feels like it, it feels yeah less guilty and it feels like it's just oh it's just numbers going down right like a calculator yeah. yeah exactly like it makes it easier to spend whereas if i'm cash i'm like i see five notes you know and i don't want to give one you can actually see your money yeah exactly when you're spending with cards you don't even look at the bank you're just like oh, you probably have money right yeah yeah, yeah. The, the number will go down you know if, if it's not enough it will say declined yeah yeah so what's your lesson i'll give two Oh, two. I'll give one life advice. Oh, okay. Bonus. Because I'm a sage. <laughs> and I'll give one business one. In terms of life, I think this is going to help you a lot. Oh. I'd say just find your why. Like, sit down, understand why. Like, why am I trying to do the things I want to do? Like, what do I want? Like, sit down, pen and paper, silence, no one in your room, nothing. Like, literally, just sit down in your room, no distractions, no people. No, no, it's just think. It's going to be hard. You're not. You're gonna want to like leave and do something more, more fun, like or be on your phone or whatever. But just yeah, just sit down and find your why. And most of the times you realize that your why is either like you want financial stability or you want to help out others or you want to do something to enjoy your life, like traveling or whatever. But like yeah, usually gonna be something like that. So yeah, find your why. Second thing in terms of business, what I would say is, um, whatever you do, pay the price. Like you have to know what the price is. Be ready to pay for it. If you if you're not willing to pay for it, don't don't complain. Honestly, like do your research. Whatever you want to do, and just pay the price. Yeah, because it shows like a level of commitment, right? Like, you I'm know. not saying like pay the like <laughs> no, no, like no, no. 100k invested. No, but like pay, learn learn what you have to pay for. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like for example, like when when I entered the the UX field, yeah. right? Like I could have just entered it with by doing a few online courses and then uh you know um getting into the industry that way but i decided to do a boot camp which cost way more it cost, it cost about like eight ten grand right mm-hmm. and that kind of like financial burden kind of make sure that okay there's no turning back um yeah that too but when I, when i say price it could be like as you said like face value price in terms of like monetary value or it could just be like prices of like sacrifice and so yeah like as yeah. i said before right, like if you want to do this one thing you have to understand okay this is what's going to take like, i'm going to have to stop hanging out with friends or i'm going to have to stop drinking on the weekends going out like you have to understand that i'm running a business and the business is you when you first start you're the business nothing yeah. else because if you don't work the business dies once you get to the point where you've really succeeded and then you can actually start assigning your work and then you know you start working on the business you're not you're not in the business anymore you work on the business yeah. then you know we can relax but you're the business 100% if you're not there no business <laughs> so that's what I'm saying pay the price like understand that like this shit like it's gonna take a lot of me to build this so yeah yeah that's what I'd say and then you you, you, you will have no headaches because you already know what you have to do like you, you can predict everything <laughs>